I'm Dan Broskell. And I'm Dave Geller. And we are the co-hosts of What Do We Know? What Do We Know is a free-range podcast dealing with wellness, education, sports, personal stories, and more from two guys who know a lot about certain things, but not a lot about others. Your hosts are Dan Broskell, a longtime educator, compulsive runner, and father of five. And Dave Geller, a pediatrician with three kids and an amazing Maine accent. Good morning, everyone. It's Monday, November 7th, 2022. Welcome to episode 80, 80, not 18, 80 of What Do We Know? I am Dan Broskell here with Dave Geller. Dave, happy Monday. Happy Monday. A warm Monday. It is unseasonably not like warm. It. How do you feel? You, you must be like okay with this. Mm, I'm wary of, you know, of course, the, the, the trend. I'm, I hope we have a good... Is it wary or leery? Wary. Weary? Wary. 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 With a, an hour in there somewhere, with uh, hoping for a good winter, good snow, and I like a fall that's a little bit crisper. Personally, this is a little bit warm, and uh, I'm not I'm not crazy about it. I'm not crazy about it at all. Yeah. Only day I want nice weather is Thanksgiving, so I can be outside like all day and eating and fire pitting and turkey yeah, trotting and all that. Bit, right. A little cool. A little cooler than this. You don't want it too cold, I guess. I'll take cold. Remember that Thanksgiving was like seven degrees. That was probably three or four years ago. It was I remember so that. cold. I remember that vividly. And of course, there's the infamous. Uh, Halloween snowstorm going back. Well, we were, we were, well, I remember that too. Yeah. There were a couple of those. You were probably trick or treating back then yourself, right? You were, you were youngin'. Uh, it's been two weeks since we did a little. What do we know? Yep. So, some things have happened. I don't go too far into to the memory bank here, but you were up in Portland. Yes, beautiful right. Portland. Yeah, I was seeing uh, daughter Jocelyn. Who's Big article in the Globe last week about everyone from Boston relocating to Portland. I'm like, Seriously? oh, look who just uh, participated in that in that exodus, well, Jocelyn. The right. housing market is crazy. You are to blame. There we go. There, I mean, there's stuff that's not even built yet that's already sold out. Like right. you know, huge buildings. But yeah, it's, it's we had a great time up there. Just uh, seeing her, of course. Her what did you eat? We actually just. Uh, had a little or drink apps. <laughs> uh, just had a, <laughs> some a ship, had a shipyard and some um, some Is salmon really? somewhere. I find um, shipyard pretty unimpressive across the board. Well, where we were, we that's, that's jo- what you Joss, you, we Joss, Jossie actually amongst other things she's doing besides working um, at jewelers, doing some metal work, bench work. She is waitressing, bartending at a brand new uh, hotel and restaurant there. So we stopped in to see her there as well. Um, as she was working, or did you eat with her? We saw her first, and then went back after we walked around Portland for a f- couple hours, Jen and I, which was amazing just to be back there again. What a great city! It's a great city, um, and yeah, hung out with Jocelyn, and, and uh, yeah, it was a nice time, nice time. But yeah, shipyard was was probably the best thing that I saw um, on tap and easy and good to go. It's pretty. It's easy. Yeah. It's good. Brings back some good memories. I mean, it does, uh, huh. sh- you know, well, uh, you know, we both had out of town. I was in D.C. Uh, for a DC. short excursion for, unfortunately, a, a funeral of a family member. Um, but no, on the flip side, it was nice to get away with my wife for yeah. a bit and um, sort of travel traveling childless. You remember how easy it is as opposed to traveling with five other yes. humans. Yes. So I was manageable and nice. And mm. um, did you see Millie? Landis. Didn't see Millie, no. but we were, we were at the same sort of restaurant, hotel bar as like as like a marine wedding, nice, which was kind of a vibe that we didn't expect. So, mm. um, what, you know, is, what is a marine? Like a marine vibe? got married, and all like the marines were there in their full dress, yeah, just like drinking and yeah. being loud. I'm like, oh, this is this is. Was it like opposite? Like a mile from the Pentagon. Was like it, there we yeah, go, right? That's so. crazy. We actually were in Portland. That we heard the bagpipes coming down the street, and this wedding party was walking down the street, um, led by a, a bagpipe and a drummer. It's kind of interesting, kind of neat. Like neat. Do vibe. you wish that you had bagpipes at your wedding? I thought about that. No, 
<laughs> the, high, the Highland roots of the Gellers, the Mick Gellers over no, there. But a great, what a what a what a great sound you're hearing coming off in the distance. But um, I hope hope you enjoyed hanging out with your your um, compadres, the Marines. Did some. Uh, they're always like they're always like big. They're big boys. They're big, big boys. And I'm big old, people. so. Ha. Again, I've been to see been to see a lot of times. Beautiful, beautiful weekend. Unfortunately, again, you know, for the funeral, uh, got back last night and rolling into a very busy week around here, which we'll get back into. Um, you know, I would say also in the past two weeks, we we've had a lot of drama, um, a lot of a lot of anti-Semitism in the news. Mm-hmm. More and more, mm-hmm. uh, Kyrie Irving now suspended for five games based on his outrageous behavior and posts and shares and doubling down on, I'm just sharing information yep. that I don't believe in. Maybe you do believe in it. So. Um, just kind of disconcerting for American Jews to be seeing this mainstreaming and, and signs and overpasses talking about us doing terrible things. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's great. So mm-hmm. we are in a bubble here. I remind us, I remind ourselves that all the time, but that was kind of crappy and an ongoing crappy situation. Yeah. So that's happening. You have, you have a couple of professional sports PR disasters with the Bruins and they're signing over the weekend Ooh, of, a, of a, who was then dumped uh, unceremoniously, but kudos to very good. some very outspoken Bruins leaders for saying yes. players saying like this is not who we are. Very good. We need to do better. So particularly Bergeron and some other guys. Great. Um, Celts also sort of reaping the whirlwind of their own PR disaster with the Mayudoka signing perhaps with the Nets and the players mm-hmm. saying we still don't know why he was fired. Mm-hmm. And uh, and BB is back, David. BB, your buddy. BB is back mm-hmm. in power in Israel. You know, as I said to someone, the Dark Knight rises, and um, you know I see BB's bad and good qualities. Um, there are those of us. And our friends and colleagues and thought partners who lament the you know the fall of the Israel they knew and this isn't Israel I love and fell in love with. I'm like, well, first of all, we, you don't live there. Second of all, you can't impose a electoral outcome on a country you don't live in. And you know, for all BB's faults, I would say there's also some strengths. So like, we'll see what happens. I'm not rejoicing, um, but I'm also not despondent. So very interesting I stuff think, going I think on there over might there. Might be a, a celebrity death match in the works between on MTV between BB and Ye. So there you go. Oh, I don't want to see that death match. <laughs> I didn't see BB's autobiography on display in uh, at National Airport in DC. I'm like, I'm not going to buy it. But no. uh, there he was, prominently featured in uh, mm. some Hudson News or something. So that, that's a recap of where I'm sort of entering the week of, with, uh, of, of escalating bad news across the board, mm. but nice weather. And again, you know, my favorite holiday is on the way, David. That would be That'd squash be Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. That'd be Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. So I'm getting ready for that. Get your turkey? Uh, no. Well, my brother-in-law you know, is going to raise it. Where has been raising them raise it and slaughter will, it. It's nice. will slaughter it himself, and I will go pick it up in Norfolk probably this Saturday or Sunday before, and hopefully it's you cold should, enough you, to just you leave should, it outside. You, know? you should ceremoniously um, do it in. That could be your thing. You want me to do it? Yeah, do it. You know, for a while there, in my former place of employment, they'd have like public shechtings of animals to like teach students about like ethical kashrut. Yeah. Never went. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not interested. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. You <laughs> not interested. I just, I just, I just, um, <laughs> I visualize you as as the um, the guy on uh, Harry Potter trying to take away Buckbeak, you know, from um, Buckbeak, Buckbeak from uh, as the executioner. Uh, exactly. You think I come with the, with the scythe <laughs> and the axe? Yeah. That's very kind of you. You're welcome. That's not how I envision myself. Yeah. All right. I think I, w- I think I'd be in the safe <laughs> behind <Beak> camp. <laughs> That's a great pull from the memory banks, David. Uh, gently just string. Wow. <laughs> What? <laughs> what was that? A lot of things. A lot of things that meet right there, right? You <laughs> yeah, love sure. Of wow, <laughs> great, Dave. Um, anything else you want to reflect on before we get going? Nah, I'm good to go. It's good to be here, and we always got stuff to talk about. We always have a lot to talk about. So, um, you know, I, I do what in the vein of like we're, we're gonna do, do a little teaching and learning each week. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a couple of things I I I, I, were, I was banding around. Um, 
you know, one is one I want to write about. So I'm not going to talk about them when I was, I'm going to write about, I'm going to talk about something which just interests me. So you're, you're familiar with the concept of a blessing over food. I am. And there are varying blessings over food. Yes, there is. What's the most common one? We call it the mosey. Mosey. And we, which is a general blessing about thank you, God, who brought forth bread from the earth, even though we do the bringing and the milling and the rising and the kneading. But like, that's the, like we're eating food. Thanks for bread. Even if you're not eating bread, but there are diverse blessings, right? What's another blessing you say over food? Well, over an apple, for example, Bore Priya eats, who creates the fruit of the tree, right? Or yeah. another one, you know, from something like a potato or a carrot, you'd say, Bore Priya Adama came out of the earth, right? Yeah. Um, but now, what about rabbis have a great discussion? Like, what about the olive? The olive, olive, and then specifically like olive oil. Mm. There's a long, long like, what do we say about olives, mm. and what do we say about olive oil? Mm. All right. Mm-hmm. So the pretext for this is. The blessing on fruits or vegetables which are eaten raw or cooked is generally bari priya eighth, the tree, no matter how they're eaten. Mm-hmm. Okay, but if a fruit or vegetable has been cooked, I'm sorry, if a fruit or vegetable is normally eaten only when it's been cooked, then someone who eats it raw says a different blessing, shahakol, because it takes the mm-hmm. improvement of the of the cooked fruit and vegetable to make it. So there's yes. something you say about like a raw thing you're consuming yep. or something which humans then improve, which we then put an additional layer on. So what do, what do we do about olive and olives and olive and olive oil? Should there be a separate blessing for olive oil because it's processed from the original olive? Ooh. There should be. Well, there's a discussion hmm. because just consuming olive oil on its own is dangerous. So you should not make a blessing over it overall. Interesting. Hmm. Um, you Really? Who decided that? Well, and the, the, this isn't. Well, the Mishnah is Brachot six one. The Gemara is Brachot thirty five b. How dangerous is olive oil? Well, whoa! The, I mean, the rabbis think it's pretty dangerous to just to shoot straight olive oil. Like you don't. <laughs> I mean, you don't go to you don't go to a bar and have like give, give me a flight of your boutique. Think, but, but actually, I, I think you can I, actually do I, that. I think, you know, I think Bornstein and Gam were playing Ponderosa with olive oil when we were back at Brandeis, but that's maybe a distant memory. The 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 problem here is is wine the problem with this conversation about olives being improved olive oil is the wine okay so the mishnah says over the fruits that grow on a tree one recites bore priha eats with the exception of wine which is a bore priha gothen yep okay so what is different about wine that a separate blessing was established for it if you say that because the fruit changed for the better into wine therefore the blessing changed olive oil changed for the better and nevertheless its blessing did not change so why is this the case? I do not know. I don't know. Um, so someone suggests, why don't we just say over the olive oil, bore pre eats hazayit, who creates the fruit of the olive tree, mm-hmm. not just bore pre eats. They go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And they say, well, <sighs> there's another distinction between wine and oil. Wine satisfies, but oil does not satisfy. So that's why you can have a separate blessing for wine and leave the olive as just bore pre eats without creating a separate blessing. Huh. And then it says, wine it not only nourishes, but it is also filling. Mm. Okay, then Tama then asks, well, it just doesn't, does wine satisfy? Question mark. I think you and I would say yes. And they say, well, Rava drank wine all day on the eve of Passover in, in order to stimulate his heart. So wine does not satisfy. It only whets the appetite. Hmm. Tom answers, a lot of wine stimulates and a little satisfies. Which I thought very interesting. A lot of wine stimulates and a little satisfies. You're not, yeah. So when you a lot of wine, you aren't satisfied, yeah, but you're stimulated. So bottom line, there's not a separate blessing over olive oil, mm-hmm. although one was suggested. 
we just say Bore Eights over the olive. But if you wanted to do something on your own, just say Bore Eights Azayit, who creates the fruit of the olive tree. Hmm. Um, there we go. And then finally, the last quote from Psalms, wine gladdens the heart of man, making the face brighter than oil, and bread fills man's heart. That's the motto for Manischewitz. This verse is not a proof. Wine has two advantages. It satisfies and gladdens. Bread, however, satisfied, but does not gladden. Hmm. And that is the end of the discussion. And that is it. So I don't know about this, but the question is, like, how do you contrast wine with olive oil? You don't drink straight olive oil, although I think some people do, David. I, I, I could. I think, I think if you Google, like, uh, again, going and ordering, like, one-ounce shots of, like, different olive oils. Mm. I'm sure you can get that done somewhere. It's some, like, bougie, hippie, the, or, the, organic the, situation. The side of hummus. There we go. And falafel. So there we go. Thank so, you for so, the teaching. Uh, it's fine. Right. It's, it's, it, it, I tried to make it short. It's incredibly long. Oh, I'm, I'm sure it is. It's by volumes of um, oil. <laughs> uh, there's a lot there. And actually, I currently, we are out of olive oil. I need to go buy a couple of You uh, need a more olive oil. Especially, do you have some vats in the back? Bats? Vat, vats? Vats of oil? No, I don't. Hmm. I do not. Um, RSV. Boom. Everywhere. What's going on, David? Yeah, what does RSV stand for? I'm going to bore you. What does RSV stand for? Respiratory Sinchial Virus. Is it a single virus or is it a complex blend of other viruses? It's it's a virus with with various strains, and, and sinchial is a t- term that is how the cells it's S Y N C T I L how the cells look under the microscope. Um, it's a very common virus, like parainfluenza, adenovirus, um, but and it's very common. But we are more aware of it now because we're testing for it, and everybody's getting it. And, and why are you now testing for it when you were not previously? Well, years ago, to go back 10 years ago, we saw someone in the office who had a runny nose, cough, fever, and, and wheezing. They probably had RSV, but we didn't test for it because we, we, we wouldn't change anything. Right? And if kids went to the hospital, we would test for it in the hospital because so, they, they need to be isolated from other kids because it, it was very contagious. Um, and we would treat it various ways, you know, just symptomatic stuff. Or if kids were really wheezing a lot, we'd give them albuterol, same thing that you might use for, you know, asthma with inhaler. But you know, over the over years, you could test for it, like some quick antigen test in the office, like the antigen test we use now for COVID, um, similar but different. Uh, and now be with COVID, we also can do a nucleic acid amplification test, which is much more accurate, close to a PCR, as we do for COVID and flu. And we're testing for it now because we want to see what what people want to know: what is this fever? Is it not COVID, and what is it? But still, it's it, we doesn't always change the management. The problem is, is with coming out of COVID and everybody being masked for a year and a half or two, uh, kids have not been exposed to this, if not adults, because you can get this virus over and over again. So immunity probably has waned, and the virus that we're seeing is causing more severe de- disease in kids. And and it's not that we never saw this virus; it's just more rampant and more severe. And the hospitals are being filled up with kids in the ER and the floors with significant respiratory issues from iris. All right, so hold on. So is that hyperbole or is that true? Are right. hospitals filled with children in emergency rooms, fil- or there are just more of them yes know? that's not hyperbole okay if which is bad yeah. this is bad yeah so this is just and there are adults who are getting this you know we are, you and i could get this virus very easily and we'd have a cough and a runny nose and maybe a wheeze but we'd be okay but because we worse. haven't seen it for a while it's making us sicker too the big thing was a big a good example is, is 2020 august 2020 there was a huge outbreak there was a huge um outbreak of rsv we never see it in the summertime i've never seen it during like during covid years. as schools reopening right yeah. here we go so it's out there but it's also like the flu like a lot of times in the past if you came into the office and we tested you, we, parents would say, we wouldn't even test people for the flu if the parents didn't want 
want to be tested because they say, well, what am I going to do about it? Nothing. You just, if you're otherwise fine, you know, just, you know, you know, hydrate, Motrin, Tylenol, you know, see how you do. But there's also this uh, antiviral Tamiflu that you can use yep. for the flu, which we didn't use much, but now we're using it more because people want to, you know. They want to treat something. Something. So there's just, so RSV is rampant right now. So given, given the past couple of years, do you think there's more of an urgency to define every illness that you see because parents want to know it's definitively X or Y or is that not changing? I think it, that's changed. So people now really want to know, please, Dr. David, don't tell me it's a non-specific virus and I'll be fine. Like, I need to know right now. Yeah, because if we... Be, if and I, I guess the follow-up question is how, and how often can you actually give them a definitive answer when you're presented with right, a case? Um, we can, you know, if you go to the, if you go to, say, the emergency room at Mass General, they're going to test you for a whole... They, one swab they test will probably test for 10 different viruses sure. now. But they weren't doing that before. Right. And just and so if we were in a bubble and we just said, you know what, you don't need to know, you, your child's fine, they have a fever, they're going to get better, they might go somewhere else and say, well, they tested me for it and, and not a virus V. But I wanted to know that. So I, parents do want to know. They want to know what it's not. Yep. Uh, and, you know, we're getting lots of calls saying there's RSV outbreaks at preschool or daycares, but there always was RSV outbreaks sure. at preschools and daycares. But parents, and, and I think, you know, it's because we're just valid. sick. And I'm like, oh, we're, we're valid. sick. Yeah. I think it's valid. People want to know what it is, you yeah. know. Um, I mean, if we, could, if we could test someone's ear infection and tell them what bacteria it was, they probably would enjoy that. No, enjoy, appreciate that. <laughs> they um, probably but would. we can. But I think that parents would like to know w- what it is. And again, the things are flipped on its head because years ago, if you someone had a fever and they're otherwise fine, they might wait two three days before they there's two yeah. school there's two two groups i'd say people that want to come in immediately make sure yep. the kids were kind of fine yep. parents who didn't want to rush in come in if the kids weren't getting better sure. so i think it's a little bit more the coming quicker now because yeah. we've also told people check for covid you know and the home tests are, are as accurate as we'd like to them to be um or need them to be for covid and there are other things that we can test for so if you see do you see 75 kids who come in for for you know drop in on a given week, how, how often do they leave knowing what's wrong with them? Or within 20, or, or you just say, well, yeah, it's a virus, it'll be better in a day. Well, there's a lot of kids we're seeing now with pneumonias and ear infections. Um, so Hold on, I, that's not the question I asked. For, for viral, for viral, viral answer? <laughs> generally, so I, many, I if, if you, if you okay, so let's make it, 100 sick kids come in, yeah. how many of them, you're like, oh, how many of them do you know right away what they have? And how many of them just like, just let it roll its course? Right you know, now, we're not I'd gonna, say yeah. 50, 55%. All right. Yeah. And that's more than you speak because you're testing it for more things. Exactly. All right. Yeah. But in the old days, you just test for flu and if or that yeah or not Honestly, that. And stress, oh, come back in a stress. week if we're still sick yeah amazing that's very interesting it is it's very, very it's interesting actually um it is pretty interesting i think just in terms of the you know the pathway we we're on right now sure um, and I, i'll say it again that there is we really had to protect ourselves during covid because mm-hmm. it was a novel um virus for us and it was deadly um not that it's you know it, you know it still can be a problem but um the the, there's something to be said for micro exposures of getting sure. getting small little exposures to something to keep your immunity up. Amazing. Um, I'm getting my uh, bivalent booster this afternoon. Good for you. Wish I need luck. to get mine too. Wish me luck. Good luck. Um, on our end, David, uh, as I as everyone knows, our superintendent is retiring. I heard. Uh, break. Well, not breaking news, but from two weeks ago. Um, uh, I think two things coming through at the same time. I can express my deep appreciation and thanks to Phil who did an incredible job for three years, and I'm also just deeply disappointed, as I said. I'm not afraid to say, like, it's not a great thing. No. Um, not to cast aspersions on the field, like, a couple of years ago, we did a huge search. There were not that many great candidates. He was mm. the best. I was very happy with what happened. Mm. Just, uh, we will go through an exhaustive, two, an exhaustive process again, which I'm not looking forward to. Um, 
and it will sort of place you know the search and the budget is really the only two things that we're going to be able to do. When is he leaving? He's retiring at the end of the year, so it's great to know early. We will start the search urgently and hopefully wrap it up. Uh, I would like to wrap it up, you know, by by the end of February as quickly as possible. Um, so that'll be an exhaustive process. That's just my own, that's my own opinion. We'll talk about it tomorrow in our meeting. Hmm. Um, so that's uh, you know I would say it's, it's not great news, um, but you know schools are big, complicated. Uh, human-based organizations. We have a lot of humans on board heading the right direction. So it's just, um, you know, it is what it is. I wish him well in retirement, absolutely. Um, this year will be exciting in many ways, um, but this will be a big a big lift for everybody. Mm. Um, we did get another look at the MCAS results, which were interesting. Uh, without teasing out too much about data and subgroups and schools, I would just say that my crusade to talk about writing as well as reading when it comes to literacy uh, continues to, to happen. I think people now look at the writing saying, and this, this is, again, globally, um, you know, kids are writing that well. And the best way to get better at writing, David, is to write. And mm-hmm. the more time you're just reading and talking about nonfiction text, the less time you're actually spending writing and being mm-hmm. creative and developing skills. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's go writing. Let's go find a great superintendent. Let's go get some resources to serve the needs of our kids. And it's going to be a really intense uh, ride through the year as usual. And budget mm-hmm. process starts tomorrow. Whoa. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Yes, no questions. Ready? Yes, yes and no. Four. Number one. Will Kyrie Irving ever play for the Nets again? No. You think no? no. You think he's going to be traded, waived? Yes. Suspended? All right. I think that the yep. answer is probably no. Um, yes, no. Will Dave buy a new car this year? Yes or no? No. In the next 12 months, you're not going to buy a new car? No. Or a, new, or a used car? Um, or an additional car? Well, we've had, Jen and I have been having this discussion. If we bought a new car, a new or used, used maybe, new would have to you know, we have to do either hybrid or electric. Oh, yeah. yeah, maybe that's just that's the trend, right? The trend. And I'm not ready to spend. I still think the the technology and the prices are evolving. So, I, that's a great question. Yeah, um, just you, you said no. I'm gonna hold you no. to it. Yeah, no. We rented um, we rented a Jeep Wrangler this weekend. Nice. Fun. fun. The f- funniest part was like, I, we were, sorry, this is not a yes no question. It's a tangent. Like we, we got to Hertz, and you know it's like Saturday night at nine. No one's there, and I'm like, oh, should I, I hope we still have a Wrangler. The, the girls like. I hope we still have a Wrangler. Oh, do you want that Range Rover instead as an upgrade? I'm like, yeah, no. So I walk out with Elizabeth, who wasn't there for the conversation. She goes, oh, look at that Rover. And the woman starts cackling. She goes, oh, I offered it to your husband, but he didn't want it, right? And then we pick up my sister, and she's like, why didn't you get the Range Rover instead? I'm like, what is this? I really nice. enjoyed the I really enjoyed the Wrangler. I was, I was driving the, ra- the Wrangler. This one. Yeah, I thought about and they're not that worth they're not worth what they cost, but it's fun, you yeah. know. Is it was is it just a different? It's I heard it's like a different perspective in terms of the driving and the size of it and. Well, I, use, I, I drive a big car now. Yeah. So I mean, the it's Wrangler like, like and nimble and yeah. it's fun. I mean, I think my wife's goal is when she's like 50 to get a Wrangler when the yeah. kids are out of the yeah, house. I thought about getting a used one, actually. So I, would, I could see you driving the Wrangler. Yeah, but Jocelyn would probably grab that for me in a second. So. Well, you're in charge. I am not. You're in charge. <laughs> All right. Uh, question number three. Uh, you know, Tom Brady divorced <laughs> Giselle. <laughs> That's craziness. Uh, he has not lost since the divorce. So my question is, will Tom Brady ride his post-divorce winning streak through the end of the season? Will the Bucks win every game? Not a no, he won't can win every game. can focus solely on football. Can you imagine that? <laughs> can you just imagine that? What a life, Tom Brady. What a you, life. You just asked me, what I'm going to buy, buy you as a new car, and Tom Brady divorced Giselle. You know, and that's just this is how my mind works. All right. That's crazy. So you think, I, I agree. He will, he will lose. That's crazy. The, the Bucks are not that good. But Tom Brady is. You should. Congratulations, Tom. 100,000 yards. Congratulations, Tom. Uh, All right. Serious. Tomorrow's election day. Mm. Will will the Republicans lose shafts? Republicans gain the House, the Senate, neither or both? I think the Republican. 
in Massachusetts? No, nationally. Nationally, I think the Republicans will gain. So you think so? On the line, will they, will they get the House and the Senate? Neither or both? What do you think? I have no idea. Yeah, I see. I see varying takes on Twitter from like the early vote and motivated young versus Nate Silver, who has a certain perspective. So, yeah, so what I'm do sure. I think? I think if if you had to put my feet to the fire, um, I would say I would say lose one of the two. I'm just not sure what which one. Yeah, lose one. I'm not sure which one. Yeah, we're just headed for just challenging times it's as usual. Crazy. Yeah, I think you probably have a similar perspective. We'll waffle on that one. What's that? We'll waffle on that one. I mean, uh, yeah, well, <laughs> anyway. All right. Uh, what's happening? Um, not watching that much. Been real busy, real, real distracted. Um, watched a really adequate movie called Operation Mincemeat about World War II and British spies with Colin mm. Firth and the lady from Giri Haji, which was really slow and deliberate. And I didn't really enjoy it, but I watched it like when I was biking. Yeah. So it was fine. Uh, British Bacon Show continues. I just, stopped, I just started watching that. Jen the new season? It. New yeah, season? I've been watching it. Yeah, I watched it's it. It's pretty good. And then I'm watching this show, which FIFA produces. Which so, so, I, so you watch that, and 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 I'm not that picky. Like I, I about what any, eating food. You know, like I think any really? one of those. I'm watching the, you know, the, the they're doing the pastry part. Whatever. I'm sure anything. Well, it all is pastry. Anything. Any well, of those. It's not cakes, just pastry week. Pastry week. Anything right. that they create, I probably would enjoy. I would not. Oh no, I wouldn't. No, 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 no. Well, in terms of them saying this isn't good. At, I mean, what do I know? Like, I would be eating. I mean, at first, I, I don't know how they how how. Paul Hollywood has the ability to not put on five thousand pounds either. I mean, they just—it's amazing to me. Um, on the episode you just watched, who who won? Do you remember who won? Who was the star baker? Uh, was Shabira? Was it uh, a? I mean, I was in oh, and out. David. It wasn't. If you described them to me, I could tell you who won. Was it a male or a female? I think it was a female. Was it Shabira, the Malaysian yeah, lady. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. She's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. who and who and who went home? I didn't see that. Oh. No, I just, it was, we were in and out. We're yeah. on to the semifinals. And it's funny, it, it feels, now that we've consumed a lot of content, yeah. it's funny how now I'm watching a show once a week again because that's mm. when they released. I feel like I'm yeah. 15, oh, yeah. like waiting for Thursday at nine I to watch, break. you know, yeah. a show which you can only watch on Thursdays because yeah. what else is out there? Like on the family. It's so yeah. funny. I wonder, well, or not. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if, you know, I'll shed a tear at the end like I did over when Giuseppe won. It's pretty good. I was told him. I never ever shed a tear. I got, we were really excited about one result. I remember, which I don't want to spoil, but like we were so like we excited. were whooping around. When I'm that just happened. really impressed, and you know, I'm late to the game at how well that show is produced, and how I feel as they should be respectful. You know, the judges are just really, just really. It's a feel good show. It and is. It, and it should be a template, right? Versus watching Hell's Kitchen, right? This is a template. Well, I mean, that's the extreme. But just, it's just you know, the, you, 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 you feel and you hope and you think that there's, there's just stand up people and they just seem very. Right. Well, here's a few things can be true. I mean, the show can be racially insensitive. And you saw that Mexican week, right? But again, like if you, if you take yeah, yeah, um, yeah. American reality TV shows a la like The Bachelorette, yeah. which is. It's just shit. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you're going to find beautiful people that come in and, like, act all important. They, like, go from show to show because they've been reality shows, right? And over here, it's, like, just nor normal people. Yeah. Not yeah. everyone is a model. Yeah. They're diverse. They're yeah. exciting. They support each other. They're yeah. not, like, being cat. So, like, much better mm -hmm. for me. But even, again, even Paul Hollywood me, you know? and what's her name? Um, Prue. Prue. They're just, they're just respectful. They're like, this, yeah. this isn't good. Like, this isn't, look, you know, this look, isn't great. Like, it looks you know? terrible, but tastes good. Like, yeah. thanks, you know? I no. love that kind of honesty, it's right? Nice. And, 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 and because they're so... I remember when uh, when Hannah, our oldest daughter, was younger, you know, we... You know, we hopefully did a good job parenting her. If we just looked at her with like a like a, like a stern look, she got upset. We never yelled at her. You know, um, you so know. So you're saying, are you are you are you 
Are you Paul Hollywood in the story? No, so you, no. Well, I can't say I, I can do that <laughs> with for Jocelyn or um, or Maddie. Um, but you know, he, he, just a handshake from him is 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 a huge compliment, right? Sure. Because his baseline is kindness. You know, I just think that's great. Well, he, I mean, freed up on Paul. Like he's not perfect. No, he's not. So, I mean, so, I, I, some I, stuff has happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. as the show goes, as yeah. a show, yeah. I find it really compelling and very likable. Like and I and see, relatable, you know, yeah. okay. relatable. I think, and I find the people extremely relatable. Oh, oh I started watching Hustle. I've, it's been on my list to watch, and I have not yet begun it. I gotta say, it's so far very enjoyable. I think I'm gonna like it. Very enjoyable. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Um, I'm also watching the show, which uh, FIFA produced about captains, about six captains of World Cup teams through the qualification process. Which hmm. you can hate FIFA, but like the stories, um, and, and so far so good. So I'm enjoying that. Watching that with Elizabeth. Uh, but that's that's really about it um, from what we're watching. Because I'm just like freakishly busy, David. As are you. So a lot coming up. Yes. Right, we got election day tomorrow. Ooh. Schools in Bedford are closed, as but we day. here are open all day. So I'll Bam. be working a long day tomorrow, and I'll be voting hopefully late. You should have a little mock vote with the kids. Never, not anymore. Um, Mac and cheese or no. right. That's good. That's actually, I like. That's having a really easy election. Sure. Vote, Shogs yeah. and cookies or oatmeal raisin. Um, <laughs> no school Friday. What's up with that? Oh, yeah, Veterans Better Day. Better's Day. Yeah. Elizabeth and I are going to go see the play Six at the Colonial Theater, which we're really excited Wait, about. Wait, th- that's the like the Hamilton-esque one? No, it's one of the, fa- the, the wives of Henry VIII. Oh. It's really good. 1776 is what you're thinking. No, 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 no. No? I think I'm thinking. No, I know. Yep, different one. But. So Six is great. It came here. It was at the... It's in Cambridge, like, 2019, before COVID. And hmm. like my friend's like, you'd love it. I'm like, no, I won't. And it's actually great. So. Great. That's happening. Uh, Bedford football rolling through. Crazy. Uh, demolished uh, some school from somewhere else on Friday, playing Foxborough this week. Playing so Foxborough. good luck. Uh, I mean, until they run into Duxbury, All the you know, or Grafton, like that'll be, we'll see how that goes. But I think they should probably be Foxborough. Uh, they got the state divisionals for cross country. Lexington got some um, soccer Lex- playoffs Lexington going on. Diamond, I think boys and girls. Won the states. Yeah. Won the cross country sure states. That's true. Craziness. Basically, we was out there in Devons. Uh, you have an event coming up on the 19th, David. We do our What's happening there? fourth Maddie's Mission fundraising event is going to be the 19th. First one since February 28th of 2009. 29th, February 29th. Oh, Leap Year, right? right? Leap Year yeah, 2020. 2020. We're that, bringing right? it back to Billington Marriott 6 to 11. It's, it's shaped to be an amazing. 6 to 11. Yeah. This is going to be a crazy. Pace yourself, well, bro. People don't really get there to like you know. Is there f- what's, what's the food situation? Uh, Marriott is is doing all the food. Oh, yeah. We're going to be having the auction items are cuckoo, as you know from from. Uh, I heard about I heard about something with regarding f- the Dropkick Murphys. Go ahead and Dropkick tell us what Murphys, that was. Um, signed Fender guitar. We got. A we weekend Provence. Weekends in uh, Provence. Is there a France. kayak? Is there another kayak? There's a kayak. There's a Jeez. there's a kayak tour of Boston Harbor. So you have a you can have a personal kayak tour for one to like three people, with Mark, um, or Mark whatever it's called. Yeah, to go to, in Boston Harbor, and it sounds like it's pretty impressive. Um, yeah, and we have some great entertainment. Maddie's dance group from the Dance Inn will be dancing. Um, great speakers, and hopefully, well, expectedly, uh, great company and friends. There, it's gonna be awesome. Awesome. You're pretty fired up. I am. Excited. What's the expected hope uh, expected slash anticipated attendance slash well, hopeful attendance? I would love it. You know, they're pretty busy past couple of years. I would love you yeah, around 200. 200. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Burlington Marriott. Which one is that? Uh, which one is that? Where is which? Where is that hotel? The one near the uh, the mall. Burlington Mall. The one near the mall. Burlington Mall in Burlington. Near Lehi. Near Lehi. Near right up, up on the hill. Got yeah. it. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, it's not the residency. <laughs> <laughs> Not nights in. Uh, and then next Monday and Tuesday, Dave, something you're very excited about, special town meeting in Bedford. 
Oh, is that the is that the that meeting? That is the meeting. Oh, and God, God help God. us all. I'm gonna have to watch that. It's Monday bring and your, Tuesday. I, I would be shocked if it was a one nighter. So bring your popcorn if you like Discord. You're gonna love it, Dave. So I have a question. If you went in town, could you just go to that meeting? You can go and sit in a non-resident, non-voting section. Oh, because yes. you say because then you take up space for us. Yeah, got it. But being moved to the Bedford High gym, capacity one thousand. No way. Yeah. Um, yeah. All I'll say that's is like, crazy. It's, it's going to be something. And that's all about the path. Well, there's 17 articles. Oh, so it's everything. Fire station stuff and past stuff. What's going stuff. on with I'm not talking about this. All podcast. right, won't go uh, there. Nothing, nothing good's going on in general, uh, so we'll see how it goes. And um, so Maybe they're also deciding the, on the new Bedford Farms flavor of the month. That's and probably that's on the ballot as well. It's probably yeah. on the ballot as well. Pow. So we got a week of, of politics and sports and, uh, and plays and long days and after a, a long week last week, and, um, and I guess whatever, it's fine. I'm excited, Dave. Did we talk about Planet Fitness maybe coming to Bedford? I think we did. No, her, her, no additional information has no, been procured about no, that, although no, I'm hopeful. No, hopeful. Yeah. Did miss two days in the road at the gym this weekend. So I was just, I was, Saturday was you know, busy, busy, busy You know, flight. Yesterday was funeral flight. Got back last night. So I went this morning. Um, that was nice. Good. And, uh, yeah, hopefully get cooler temperatures, but uh, but no rain through the no rest rain. of this week. And yeah, then except for this morning shower. Trying to keep Sunday open for some outdoor activities. Um should be should be a nice little stretch. Awesome. I got something in the mix to write about as well. My teaser for everybody is if you're familiar with the the, the poem by Yehuda Amichai, the medieval Jewish poet who says, "My heart is in the east, but I am in the west." Hmm. About looking towards Jerusalem in 1100 as he lived in Moorish Spain at the ends of the earth. Hmm. So, is this the end of the west, literally, or was it a Ooh, metaphor? A he thought he was on the edge of the world, but you know, even looking at the ruins of Jerusalem would be would be superior to living in, in Moorish Spain. Did he believe that the world was flat or I'm round? I'm sure he did, actually. Really? I'm sure that he did, but I didn't get too deep into Amazing it. But the was. end of the West, focusing on the word sof, like what does the sof mean? Is it the end of Israeli democracy? The answer is no. Darwin would just say the impending end of American democracy. I think the answer is no. Um, but there's a couple things I perhaps to read this. hanging on the edge. I'm trying to write it in a way which isn't like super despondent, but really yeah. like looking at the word sof and language I'm and like low. the nuance of like what we're, what is in the balance in Israel and here. I'm getting a little sad just listening. There's a gloom, gloomy cloud. Just Actually, I'm trying, to write, I'm trying to write one version where we're not talking about America. But hard to when we're talking about the why West. You, so. When you start, the, why the start of each sentence spells out America? Yeah, that's very four, fourth grade-ish acrostic, <laughs> acrostic poemy. I think yeah, of you, acrostic. but I'll give you that challenge. America, and my last comment, you're wearing a, a 2012 Lexington Lacrosse T-shirt, which is rather form-fitting. What's the story of this T-shirt? Uh, a friend gave this to me. I think it was um, Paul Mazur years ago. Uh, good friend. Who's Paul Mazur? Paul Mazur. He was actually at Maddie's mission at least once. Is uh, it Mazur with a U or an E? M A Z U R. I know that kids. name. I think. Um, his wife Hildy is a realtor in Lexington. Oh. His daughter Alyssa is a very good friend of my daughter's. Great family. You have three daughters. Which friend is which one? Um, I would say Hannah. 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 I do have three daughters. I'm but aware. Involved with our family. So, so do I. Yeah. <laughs> good, good, good family. Right. You'd love Paul. I would love Paul Mazur. Yeah. Actually, yeah. He. I think he actually wanted to be on the pod at some point, but who knows? Oh, hey. Yeah. There's a the long list of we just keep dropping names, but we can't get anybody on. It's a scheduling. But Monday mornings are tough. Bruh. Um, I always caution you just people. Say bruh. I always caution people when they say, "Oh, you love so and so." I'm like, "Are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah, I love most people. <laughs> you love everybody." <laughs> Chuckle. All Chuckle. right, Dave. Well, happy November. Hey, it's happy. great to great to catch up with you. We are very busy, but we managed to squeeze in this 35 minute pod. Lots going on. I'll be feeling it next week. We'll have a lot more to talk about. So we, we shall actually in two weeks. We shall the pre Thanksgiving pod. Can't wait. Which is the pod that um. Mr. Venuti came on. Mr. Oh. Jeff Venuti came on last year. Yeah. 
that would that I think there'll be a, ro- a lot to talk about in two weeks. Let's do it. Um, so we'll see what happens next Monday, and um, you know, we'll see you again soon, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll be back here for episode 81 in the short term. Uh, in the meantime, vote tomorrow. Have a good long weekend, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. What Do We Know is written by Dan Broskell and Dave Geller and produced by Terry Samaris from Lex Media and Lexington, Mass. Our theme music is from Joey Freeman, whose music you can find on SoundCloud. We'll see you next time.